Hello, Hello everyone. I'm Liz Golding. And I'm Evie Golding. And together, together we, we are the Golding, Golding Gals. Oh, on today's podcast, we talk about workwear. Woohoo. Our busy babes can still work it. Hmm. Using the staples for your corporate wardrobe and making it go further and adding some different styles. Understanding the simple ways to add flair to your look whilst keeping it professional. Uh, we discuss easy ways to keep your hair and your skin looking good, feeling healthy, and when you're busy and time is difficult. Mm-hmm. We all know that. So we kind of make workwear work for you. Awesome. Let's get into it. Look, it's a very, very typical styling session. Masses of workwear. People, particularly in the last couple of years, have had changes in their their work uh their environment um their weight changing a lot because you know people were exercising more or exercising less depending on the lifestyle change with covid and um, working from home for a lot of people i've got a girlfriend who talked to me the other day in in sydney and it was the first day in two years that uh they'd gone back to the office so i can imagine there's lots of people who were looking at their work where are going uh oh <laughs> yeah um time has changed yeah body's changed you know um i've come across a lot of people in the last well two and a half years that have lost a lot of weight mm a lot of weight, like 35 kilos, that sort of thing, which is a whole new wardrobe, basically. Yeah, a whole new body. Yeah, so I'm sure there's a lot of people can identify with that at the moment. I mean, workwear is is different to what it used to be, I think, uh, 20 years ago. I think it's a lot looser in its in confinement, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's sure your high-end corporates still do that, um, but you know, lower down in the, um, the sort of work where, um, food chain, food chain. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's loosened up a bit. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot more, you know, a creative flair. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you're allowed to show, you know, what you like as well as style. Um, obviously it's become more hopefully balanced in the sense if, you know, if you want to wear pants, you can just wear pants or if you want to wear a skirt, you can just wear a skirt. And obviously having those different, styles if it's femme and masculine so obviously kind of blending into both I think definitely seeing a lot more of that I find a lot of women go I don't know what I'm doing with my workwear and the more you question them the more you real make them realize they do because mm. oh, I always wear this sort of shape skirt well that's because you've worked out it works for you mm. now well, let's just find some mm. um or you know I always wear pants there's a lot of girls who wear pants and a blouse or pants and a jacket yeah perfect yeah um, and that's because they feel more comfortable and they can move around really fast and easy without having to worry about flushing. Yeah, <laughs> which is definitely good. Yep. But especially if you're, you know, you're in and out of meetings, um, obviously still on Zoom, you still need to have a presentable top. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, you know, obviously wearing stuff that is workable in the sense of moving around, going to meetings, seeing different people, different levels mm. of people as well, showing that you're professional, but also like still showing you. I think yeah. that's kind of lost along the way with corporate, whereas you have to dress to not look like a woman because you want to be taken seriously. I don't think that's something well, that you need to be worried about. In a corporate job who dress however they want, mm. but I know 
even more who dress to kind of disappear. Mm. So it's all about their work, you know. It's and I what know they're saying, which is totally fair. I know but it's really what difficult. A um, mean way to live. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's. I don't think it's really conducive to creative thinking. Yeah, <laughs> but also like you're there because you think differently. Hopefully, you know mm. that would be why you're in your certain workplace and you're offering a different mm. mind frame. Like you're allowed to be different. Like it, it, you know, we're getting to a place. Hopefully, I'm hoping we're in a place where being a woman shouldn't be your downfall for you not being yeah. corporate enough or professional enough or knowing what you're doing. Like, yeah. obviously, confidence definitely has a play on that. But like, if you've got the shit, you've got the shit. Like, you, you need to own it. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, it's I know, but see, we're confident women. Mm. And not everyone's like that. Yeah, it just so makes they... me mad when people are like, oh no, but I can't wear pink because then I look more like a woman and people won't take me seriously. I'm like. Mm, okay. Yeah, I've got friends. In the Haven't corporate. you seen Legally Blonde, babe? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> just wear a whole pink suit. Yeah, look, there's a couple of things that um, you can, you know, okay, let's just say you're wearing full on corporate. So you're wearing, you know, a skirt or pants and a jacket. Mm. Um, there's a couple of things that you can change within that mm. really simply. So the neckline of the top that goes underneath, underneath um, there's trillion different shapes there um which makes it fun and belting the whole jacket Mm. so with some body shapes that's super good so there's women out there who wear boxy jackets and it's a bit of a shame because they've got this beautiful you know shape so even i was doing a styling session a week or so ago and this there was a young woman uh, in Veronica, Maine, while I was in there with my clients, and she was bought this long print skirt. It's like, oh yeah, that's nice, and sort of, you know, just had that in my mind that that's what she bought. And then we were in Portman's looking for that beautiful Milano jacket that I love, mm. and Milano knits to go on top of skirts that she'd been buying. And this young woman was in there and had paired it with, um, let me think, so still a black basic top underneath but had put uh, a black jacket that just came to a hip not a really long one uh, that had lapels but no button Mm. so it would have been a really boxy shape she put a a really nice belt over the whole thing and the the shape was beautiful Mm. so a long print wider skirt yeah and then this great jacket over the top yeah and I went Hey, you don't need me. You're really rocking that. That looks fantastic. And yeah, she was nice. tickled pink that I noticed. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's just the belt sometimes changes almost everything in your corporate wardrobe. Mm. A simple belt. Yeah. yeah. If you have a certain jacket, obviously if it's black, do you go black then? Or like, can you jazz it up with like going a gold belt or like, what do you, what do you find with that stuff? I probably wouldn't do gold, but. Um, no, I do a really great black belt. Mm. You Just know, keep it if simple. We're, if we're keeping it simple. Yeah. The thing is you can, if you're sick of wearing black all the time, you can mix it up, of course, with, you know, rusts and maroons and navies, you know, magentas even. Mm. Um, uh, just be careful of soft blues because, or the sagey greens, because they don't suit everyone. Just make sure that it's not washing you out. Mm. Um, or no still, one needs that. Or still have something that is keeping it structured so if you have yeah. a black suit or um black suit top and skirt then like mm. you probably could do that kind of tone maybe underneath in a nice blouse or a nice sure. chiffon top so or... uh, so you know looking at who does workwear really well mm. it's a no-brainer q a masters yeah Veronica always have Main, been always will be absolutely fantastic mm. 
um, if uh, witchery can find some things, Portman's you always find stuff. And I can recognise Portman's on uh, the majority of TV presenters. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the rest of them are wearing Scanlon and Theodore. Yeah. Which, um, you know... You're it's high, a price range for some... <laughs> yeah, your high-end uh, earners, um, they just walk that. into Scanlon and smash out 5000 or $6,000 worth, you know, whenever they can. Yeah. And they buy typically the same sort of thing again mm. and again. So, they, mm. yeah. And then I guess, like, going more casual, like you see... Um, you know, depending on the age group. For my age group, I would say, like, a lot of girls wear Kukai. There's some really nice stuff in Uniqlo at the moment for just, mm. like, basics. Country Road definitely has some good stuff in Seed, like those kind of mm. more casual but still maybe have a bit more of a flair. Um, Suzanne actually still has some really good Suzanne's finds in there. has got a really good range at the moment yeah. on a lot of things. It's, and then if we're going a bit older, Sportscraft always has some really good finds for that kind of older generation. Yeah. Um, yeah, David Lawrence, Yeah, really good pieces. And, of course, you can't forget Jackie E. Yeah, that's so pants, true. They have the petite pant as mm. well as, uh, you know, the longer styles ones that have pockets that don't sit out and really, really fantastic. Uh, I've done a lot of workwear out of Jackie E. you just got to be careful with some of the prints that they're not a bit old-looking, you know, yeah, a bit nana, sorry. Um, I love Jackie E, but, yeah, I'm wary of some, some of them. And the sale rack is the gift that keeps on giving. Mm. Yeah, they do actually do this really beautiful linen, um, I don't know how to, like, jacket and it's unlined so ladies who need a jacket and don't mind linen that's where you go yeah nice and they've got it sort of eight colors yeah and it's not expensive love it mm. um so that's where we go i mean there's also a workwear section in h&m that's true and there's a couple of tops that i've done many, they many always in there. no doubt about it always have a new blazer in like yeah. once a fortnight there's a new yeah. blazer like i love getting my blazers from there like whether it's mostly black for work well yeah when you're hanging around or... color you don't want to have a cute jacket on <laughs> yeah you know, no. it's too sad um so yeah i guess having that as a base like if you just want to get some really quick easy finds then mm. yeah H&M would be awesome. Yeah, I've done a fair bit in H&M. Mm. I mean, it's not your high-end fabrics, but the shapes are really good. Yeah. I've done a lot. Well, if you're just starting yeah. out in, pants, you know, you're just things. out of uni, then that's a really sure. great place to start. And easy, look, and, you know, women want easy-to-care-for fabrics. Mm. You know, not everyone wants to iron. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, the necklines, the belts, and then, you know, the jewellery. So, yeah. you know, a bit of a necklace. You know, the trend, of, like you wear, Evie, with the fine, layered up. Yeah, I love it. Uh, jewellery. That's a nice thing for corporate. Yeah. Looks Having sophisticated a bit of a, and modern. Yeah. Nice earrings that, mm. you know, obviously go with your skin tone, whether you go silver or gold. I've done a lot of um, quite plain links, they like links of a chain mm. for earrings for corporate. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've got a bit of a strategy for women who go, I always forget to put my lipstick on and I don't have time and I don't have time for earrings. Put them in the console of your car. Like Evie said, oh, put them in your handbag, but they still forget it in the handbag. Mm. In the console of your car, you can get into a habit when yeah. you're sitting at the lights. Right, now, chuck the earrings on. Yeah, I do have earrings and a necklace in my little, like, coin holder in my car yeah yeah or like an ashtray whatever you want to i put coins in it no, just, <laughs> just a little ashtray. bit of a warning about the lipstick don't make it one that's going to melt because i've done that particularly in queensland your 
yeah, yeah. the melting yeah. point. That's why lipstick. I mean, like, maybe a handbag, but obviously if you park somewhere, maybe that would be fine. Yeah, or, or you know, the liquid mm. um, lipsticks to work out fine. Mm. Um, okay, let me think. So uh, in the wardrobe cull styling that I've, where I've been to people's houses and helped them with corporate, mm. um, I've had – I had a girlfriend years ago – I. Uh, did and she was had 15 suits beautiful suits and she went I just don't understand why it's so difficult to get dressed and it took me only about five minutes to go well what do you wear underneath your suits she went what do you mean I went well what little top do you put under your suits um I've got this plain white one so out of she had nothing to coordinate underneath Mm. so that's the point of difference you know a pop of color Mm. a different texture you know, a, a, a different a neckline, neckline yeah. a boat neckline, a, you know, a, you know, no, no one likes to show too much cleavage at work, but, um, you know, whatever shape is, suits you. So you've got to keep that in mind. Mm. You know, and then that kind of links well up those into like pieces. finding things that work together and planning yeah. out your outfits. Yeah. Yeah. If it's straight up corporate. Uh, and my favourite, and I even like the other weekend with my client, uh, the sale rack at Portman's for that beautiful Milano tops, the work tops, mm. $40 at the moment. I do yourself a favour. Beautiful. <laughs> they wash up beautifully. They last a long time. Really, really nice product. Um, we'll put some of the links in the uh, show notes for this, so easy. Um, and if you're getting stuck with getting ready for work, we've got quite a few strategies. Evie will go into the hair and some makeup um, as well. But I have coached lots of women uh, to put their outfits together. So on a hanger, even a little plastic sandwich bag or something, put your earrings if you get as coordinated as I do, uh, all ready to go. So you've got Monday to Friday and you can swap them around, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it does make getting ready easier. And then it sort of prompts you to be prepared because preparation is never regretted. That's so fair. And I think it's good because then at least you just don't have to worry about it because I'm a serial like, oh, I want to look cute. I want to feel good because you obviously want, you know, to have that confidence in the day. And then I'll just freak out and be like, no, nope, that's not what I want to wear. That's not what I want to wear. Yeah. And then 15 minutes have gone and I'm like, oh, I don't have time for this. Yeah. So it is definitely a nice little like note to self to be like, okay. Sunday night, let's get our outfits ready. Mm. At least just have some mental, like, thought and going through, okay, this is what I think I'm going to wear on Monday. Okay, I've got a really big meeting on Tuesday. Let's get prepared. That's yeah. awesome there. Mm. I'm just setting it out. When I've got a massive week, mm. I always do that. Mm. And I always swap them around a bit. Okay, so talking about corporate changes. So I did wardrobe at Channel 9 or the 9 Network. Oh, I don't know, about 15 years ago, something like that. Mm. And we were starting to loosen up that sort of stuck uh, mentality they had with pancake makeup and the very structured jacket with the, the collared shirt underneath. So you can see there's been a, like I changed it up, came mm. in there and went, okay, how about we try this? Cause you know, they have wardrobe allowances. So we just need to sort of fit in with that budget and give them lots of options and get them dry cleaned. Uh, yeah, so you can see now, I just have a look, for instance, um, The Project or, uh, you know, any of those shows, the, it's a deconstructed corporate look now. Mm. It's quite different. Yeah, it's nice dresses and blouses. There's really not a lot of jackets, maybe on the men, but not on the yeah. women as much, no. Yeah, so it, it Carrie, has... Carrie is just like an icon, as she is, <laughs> with the outfits and the hair and the makeup that she does. Like, she's yeah. a really good kind of 
icon in the sense of a role model for Chloe. If you mm. want to find something that's a little bit different, she, she definitely always has a really a good wardrobe. A lot of those girls do it really well. Um, but they put a lot of effort into it, and so the, and they also probably so do their stylists. stylists. Yeah. Yes, and I've known quite a few of those stylists. Uh, and you know, it's like anything; you get out of it what you put into it. Okay? Mm, exactly. Yeah. That is number one motto that we definitely live by like, here at Golden Gals. Yeah. It is like if you want something to work, like there we go. There's your yeah. word, work. And if, <laughs> and if you don't have the skill set or the time or the motivation. Well, the knowledge, like there's yeah, like, you've knowledge. got mates, you've got like yeah. your sister, your brother, your mother, your best friend. You've A stylist. Yeah. A stylist, a hairdresser. Like there's so many people would be like, what do you think about this? Like, yeah. like I have so many clients that, you know, when you're sitting down in my chair, like they're f- shopping online yeah. and then they'll be like, what do you think about this? Or like, yeah. this is what I'm going to wear to an event. Or this is like what I'm wearing to yes. a work um thing next week or a meeting i'm like yeah gorgeous i, I know because it you know it, well i don't second guess myself very much because that's my job yeah you know i know what i'm doing but uh lots of people are very unsure about fitting in mm. see i don't try and fit in anyway so that makes it a lot easier <laughs> yeah but i think if you want to obviously like just have a little you know question like so many things are out there. There's so many Instagrams that you can go and look at yeah. as well. Like we always talk about the beautiful Annabelle Falco, who mm-hmm. always has some really good tips and tricks mm-hmm. for yeah. like more of a petite fitting kind of lady. And she's got really good corporate. She loves the masculinity yeah. of how she dresses. Corporate and I love kind of it wear and it looks good. I think yeah. there's some really beautiful Clever. ones. Yeah. Like girls that definitely show off more of the feminine side wear beautiful dresses. Like mm. there's so many things out there and like knowledge and like different platforms that you can go to. There's so many blogs out there. Like there's so yes. many platforms to go on so to, need to that find show you. something that, resonates with you yeah yes so some good tips and tricks for hair I was talking to mum about this before a lot of what I hear is I don't have time I can't do that I'm not capable or I just want something that's easy to wear that's professional and I don't have to worry about it and I think a lot of the time my clients will either go for long hair so they can put it back and it'd be easy and maybe a fringe or some bangs and that's their point of difference and that's what they put a bit more styling in so they learn how to blow dry that and use the proper kind of styling products for that and they put their hair in a bun every day Mm. and that's totally fine as long as you feel confident with having that flair of your own if that's your fringe or bangs or whatever then that's really great a really structured beautiful bob that you know you know you can blow dry really nicely if you've got that hair that works for it and then straighten it quickly Mm. and it always looks professional in that sense of it being structured it's clean it looks good Mm. um a lot of the time i hear clients also speak about how like their natural curls are not corporate enough or professional enough and Mm. so they you know will straighten it and like that is definitely changing and people are now embracing their curls a lot more so that no, is... hello. Who thought that people can't function when they have curly hair? Yeah, it's like, ooh, it's so stop it. You're messy. It's like, okay, uh-huh. but I can still type on my laptop, babe. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my brain still works. Yeah, my brain still works. <laughs> so I think it's just like little tricks, I guess, to find, um, you know, the right product or the right hair care that mm. works for one being busy every day and every morning mm. um, and then also getting the best out of it and having that structure and that longevity. What's the treatments were like for people getting their hair straightened and what's that, what's that keratin treatment? So, yeah, like a keratin smoothing or um, mm. like that, that definitely does help in the sense of cutting down time um, as well as like making... You know, if your hair's wavy or curly or whatever, that will just help um, 
smooth the cortex of the hair like I that's a whole nother episode that I probably need to get yeah, into about that but that's definitely it, so I'll learn from you. yeah it's definitely something that I do um put out to clients if that you know if I'm hearing all the buzzwords of I don't have time my hair's mm. uncontrollable it's unruly yeah. it's um well hey, rebellious February like and March stuff. and well Beginning just of like the year, from now, yeah. like from now on, really. <laughs> from now on, the humidity comes in. Yeah. You know. So that's definitely um, something that I do discuss with clients because there's so many things out there. Um, using the right hair care at home is really, you know, I can harp on about it all the time, but it, it really is a really great starting point to get the best out of your hair and that manageability going forward. You get out of it what you put into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's definitely starting with that. So um, a lot of the time it's finding things that are easy when you're busy all the time. So my favourite in a time crunch is definitely like your hair serums and oils that are going to give you that um, silky soft feeling that's hydrated. That's going to be great for your um, summer time where your hair's frizzy and you wake up in the morning and it was styled yesterday and you need to help it smooth down. So that's something you can definitely apply in the morning if you need that, if you do have that curly, wavy or hair that is a little bit more prone to frizz, that's just going to help smooth it over and give it that long-lasting effect throughout the day. So that is a really quite easy way to fix that problem if that's what your hair needs. If you feel like you don't have a lot of time to use treatments, that is definitely something I hear a lot. And, you know, a lot of the time treatments these days are made to be something a little bit easier and quick. So it's really only two to five minutes that you need um, at home. It's only something you need to use fortnightly if it is a really good concentrated treatment. Yeah. It's also something that I love a lot is like hair serums or overnight serums. So again, similar to um, skincare, if you have an overnight serum, it obviously works overnight and distributes all the benefits over that time. So that eight hour period of Mm. you sleeping. So it is really good... to kind of apply that, you know, every night if you really want to or every second night or the night before you wash your hair in the morning if your hair gets quite oily and just let that do its thing over the time that you sleep. It's Mm. also a really great way if you do find you get bedhead really badly. Mm. It's just going to kind of work almost like a silk pillowcase. So the one that I really love is the Overnight Serum in Kerastase, um, the Nutritive range, really, really great. And then they also have one for blondies. So really, really good if you are someone that is blonde and maybe a little bit more processed hair um, that has a bit more prone to breakage or tension that you get from sleeping or straightening it every day. It's kind of just adding like a safeguard for your hair to just at least get something out of it, but also making sure your hair is strong and healthy. Yeah. So a lot of clients go, oh, I forget to use it. And I go, okay, well, you're using it at night, hopefully. That's the overnight serum. Mm-hmm. Pop it next to your bedside table. Mm-hmm. Then it's always going to be there to remind you to pop it on before bed. You know, you pop up, you know, lip balm on before bed. A lot of people do that. Um, then do the same with your hair. Just pop a pump or so in your mid-lengths and ends. It doesn't have to be near your roots. If, again, if you do find you get quite oily. And that's something that's so simple. Like a lot of clients that I've recommended Mm. that come back and they go, oh my God, I love it. Like I'm addicted. Like I love it. My hair feels great. It feels soft. It's silky. It's easy to manage in the morning when I need to straighten it or replenish my style. And it feels good. So you're getting all the benefits that you desire. ticks, Ticks all the boxes. Yeah, that you desire out of your hair with an ease of you just going to bed. I'm hoping you're going to bed every night. So it's pretty easy to kind of just add that in. It's so easy. Okay. So I'm that's a do that. I might have a go. At that. Yeah, it's really quite 
good. And then there's lots of serums and oils that you can pop in your handbag as well. So they're there when you go to mm. work and then, you know, midday you go into the bathroom and you go, oh my God, what is my hair doing? You've got it in your handbag so you can put a bit of Girls with curly syrup. frizzy hair probably know all of this stuff already if they've managed it. You know what, mum? Sometimes they don't. Oh. If you don't have that knowledge, um, you don't know. Like there's lots of things out there now, but mm. I don't think that I still tell my clients this on a regular basis, like new clients and old clients, and they're like, oh, I didn't know that, or oh, mm, that okay. sounds interesting. So, no, not a lot of people do know that, whether they have curly hair. Oh. There's always new things to learn. Sure is. <laughs> and I think that comes into a really good way of, like, skincare as well. Like I, again, was saying um, to mum earlier, like, a lot of women don't take those moments for themselves. Yeah. And I'm a really big believer of self-care and mm. looking after yourself. So just taking those moments if you, you know, don't have a great skincare regime, like treat yourself to a facial every now and then and ask your beautician or your skin specialist when you're there, what's some really easy ways that I can look after my skin? Mm. It could just be a really beautiful way to cleanse the makeup and the, the build-up on your skin from your day mm. that obviously gives you a really great clean canvas and a really nice moisturizer it could just be two little products that mm. help you to then replenish your skin the next day when you wake up in the morning and you're putting makeup on it again and you're going out into the climate and you've got that dust there's wind there's there's sun there's everything that you're going out into the world and you don't have that protective layer mm. like soap is just not going to cut it sometimes yeah. well, <laughs> and it's, it's actually stripping your mm. protective layer of your skin yeah yeah. So you're going to find you're going to get wrinkles sooner. You're going to get that dryness. It's going to not, um, your makeup's probably not going to go on nicely because it's uneven. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So it's just understanding the small things to start with that make your life really easy for everyday wear. Mm. Um, and a facial is so beautiful. If you've not had a facial, this is your time to book one in right now and just just look after yourself and go in, get a beautiful facial, ask it. the questions. Yeah, ask the questions of, you know, I don't have a lot of time to do these sort of things. This is something that I can do at home. Mm. Or what's a really great structure for me to come back to still get these benefits out of my skin? Yeah. Um, should I come every three months? Should I come, you know, every eight weeks? Like, what do you suggest? And most of the time, if you're just honest with your fashion stylist, hairdresser or beautician and say, I don't have a lot of time. My budget is X, Y, and Z. My maintenance structure is what I'm thinking is this, like, does that work? Or is there something that I can work with mm. that gives me that? Like, it's, it's really quite easy to get what you want mm. if you just ask the questions. So I think uh, this particular episode will be a lot about uh, the show notes because we will put together outfits that can completely coordinate together. Yeah. Uh, and move around so you get, you know, a lot of bang for your buck. Yep. Uh, and differences in uh, cost and um, quality as well. So it fits in with other people's budgets yeah. just to help out there. Yeah. We'll talk about some great uh, footwear as well in the show notes. Alrighty. Yeah. And talk about, um, I'll put links to like the hair care that I was just talking about and the products that I kind of recommend to my clients. Obviously there's lots of ranges out there, but these are the ones that I work with and have loved for years. So I do really vouch for um, the products I talk about yes. and also just heard some really great feedback from my clients. So I'll definitely put the links to that. I'll put some really great um, skin kind of recommendations yeah. um, out there and just brands that we like to work with. Like we love 
a lot of the beautiful um, makeup and skincare from Asada. That range mm. is really beautiful. So we'll kind of pop a few little notes about that as well, just so that you have some really great starting points sure. and structures to yep. going forward for some corporate yeah. workwear. And also remember you can comment and we can answer as well. So if you say, well, that's not really quite right and we can give you some options. Yeah, mm. definitely. That's what use, we're here for. Use us. Uh, so... Thank you for joining us again. The podcast is growing really well. We're getting yeah. lots of support. Yeah, thank um, you, guys. And, and tell your friends because there's yeah. definitely, like, a lot of women and men that would probably love this podcast. So definitely yeah. go well, for it. Well, there is, judging by how many people think to it. Yeah. Uh, so also, of course, we've been well supported by Girl and the Sun, that beautiful label, and um, you can find them in our show notes. Yeah. Uh, gorgeous label that actually is all around the world pretty much now. Yeah, and they're doing amazing things and perfect outfits for um, the spring, summer events that are coming up. There's so many events. Oh, God. We need just too many outfits. And look, Girl in the Sun We're definitely ready. have some pretty gorgeous <laughs> ones. I definitely love their stuff. I've been yeah. wearing a lot of their beautiful little dresses to a few friends' birthdays and events and mm. um, definitely get a lot of people going, oh, wow, where's that from? And mm. a lot of girls already kind of have heard of the brand. So it's really quite a gorgeous little label. So definitely have a look at those. Sure, sure. Very good. And, of course, the TriPure products, uh, they've been really supportive as well. And they've got uh, – all you need to do is subscribe to them and tag a friend uh, on the socials and, um, boom, you go into the running to win home care, eco-friendly home care for a whole year. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's not bad. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, interesting. I know. I know. So, anyway, that will be uh, on our show notes and socials. And um, thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll f- um, put everything on our website, which is Golden Gals, and definitely on our Instagram as well, which is at Golden Gals. Um, if you need anything from us, obviously go and uh, contact us on the website or on our socials. We're really accessible and we'd love to hear your feedback if you'd like. Um, but for now, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see ya. Bye. Bye.